Welcome to the Fear Coach Podcast, Episode 4, The Model. Welcome to the Fear Coach Podcast, where we find those underlying fears, explore them, and figure out how we can use them to create the life you imagine. This podcast is for those who are ready to uncover fears that are holding them back in creating an incredible life versus living in default mode. I'm your host, Erin Titanser. What's up, guys? I'm so excited to be on the podcast with you today. Sorry, we've missed a couple weeks. These kids have been so sick. Brad's been out of town, but I am so excited that we're healthy. I'm so grateful we're healthy and to get back in the swing of things. So today is super freaking awesome. Like so good. This is something that I learned in coaching and at the life coach school that is totally going to change your life. It's called the model. So the model is something we can use to get the results you want in your life. What the model does is show you what you're creating through your thoughts. So when a client comes to me with a problem, I don't try and treat the symptoms. I don't tell her what to try to do to feel better. I ask her tons of questions to get to the root of each symptom so we can try and understand it. From there, I help my clients change it to figure out what they can do to succeed and feel fulfilled. So there's five components to the model. We have circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. I'm going to break down each one for you guys to understand this a little more, and then I'll give you a couple examples. So we're going to start with circumstances. Circumstances are things beyond our control. They're 100% true and factual, can be proven in a court of law. Um, They include things like our past people and the weather. We forget that we can't control these things, so we spend so much energy trying to change other people or our past. There is good news in this. If we want, if we know that we can't control our circumstances, we control control everything else, including what we want to think and feel about it. So next is our thoughts. Because we are human, we give meaning to circumstances. We make up sentences in our brains, aka thoughts, pertaining to whatever is happening. Some examples might include, I'm not a good mom, or my husband doesn't appreciate what what I do, or I'm not good enough. The root cause of any problem is always our thinking. What's super interesting to uncover are those thoughts that we actually believe are true. They appear to be super factual to us when we're not aware of our thoughts. So circumstances can be proven while thoughts are subjective, which means not everyone is going to agree with it. For example, it's 45 degrees outside is a circumstance while it's cold outside is a thought because someone might not agree that 45 degrees is cold. Feelings. Feelings are emotions or vibrations in our bodies that we experience and are directly related to thoughts we are thinking. Some examples can include sad, fear, frustrated, excited, peaceful. We can confuse feelings with physical, involuntary sensations like hunger, physical pain, and cold. 
So I don't want you to get those confused because our feelings are caused from our thinking. They're not the physical feelings of pain. So emotions are not involuntary because we can change the way we feel by changing our thoughts. We don't realize that our feelings come from our thoughts. We think that circumstances control the way we feel. Have you ever heard someone say, my husband didn't come home when he said he would, so I'm super frustrated. My husband didn't come home when he said he would is a circumstance. We can't control it, but we know now that circumstances are neutral until we think something like he should come home on time, which generates a feeling like frustration. Here's another example. My son is going into kindergarten and I'm super anxious about it. My son is going into kindergarten is a circumstance. It's totally neutral until we have a thought about it. In this case, you might be thinking a thought like, I hope he isn't alone all day, or I hope he stays safe, which then makes you feel an emotion like anxiety. In my coaching sessions, you will constantly be reminded that circumstances are neutral until you have a thought about it. With the example I just gave, we know that circumstances are neutral because another person might feel excited about her son going into kindergarten. They might be thinking a thought like, I can't wait for him to make friends, or he is going to have so much fun, which would then make them feel excited. All right, now into actions. Actions are directly related to our feelings. We do or don't do things based on how we feel. Examples could include avoiding interaction with our husband because we feel frustrated, yelling at our children because we feel overwhelmed, withdrawing from relationships because we feel sad. If we want to change our actions, we have to change our feeling. Why would we want to change our actions? Well, because most of the time they don't feel good to us. They feel inauthentic and not useful. Our most effective actions come from feeling a positive emotion. Lastly, results. Results are the effects from our actions. Some examples of this could be disconnect in our relationship because we are withdrawing from our partner, debt because we are spending money we don't have, or your car running out of gas because you didn't fill it up. When you choose different actions, you get a different result. We may think our results are circumstances that have, have, have been handed to us and are beyond our control, but the truth is that we are entirely responsible for our results because they come from our actions and are a result from our feelings, which come from our thoughts. This is amazing news because you are in charge of your thoughts. You control your thoughts. If you gain the power back at becoming aware of what you are thinking, you can use this skill to choose thoughts that empower you and help you create the results you actually want. I actually just coached a client this week who told me she wishes she was more confident because if she was more confident in herself, she would speak up more. She said that she's known as the quiet one, the one with no opinion and will go with the flow, even if she's going crazy inside. She doesn't speak up and say what she thinks because she's so worried that people will disagree with her. They, um, she gave me <laughs> this example of her family was having a get together soon and she was put in charge of hosting the family meal at her house. She was pissed. She could not believe they would put all that pressure on her and they should know 
that she doesn't have time to host a get-together, let alone make a family dinner for everyone. She said nothing, of course, and was enraged from that point on until we coached this week. It had been two months. When she got on the coaching call with me and started telling me the story, we started. she started to feel enraged again, literally feeling the emotion that she was feeling two months ago. She started telling me what she was thinking, which were thoughts like, they put all that pressure on me, or they should know I don't have time. So let's plug this into the model. The C, the circumstance. Her mom said, in quotations, this is factual, we are having the family dinner get together at your house. Okay, we know that's a circumstance because it's totally neutral. It's totally neutral until she had a thought like, in the T line, they put all that pressure on me, which made her feel furious, which is her feeling. Now, remember that the feeling is always one word. So what did she do when she was feeling furious because she was thinking this thought, they put all that pressure on me. This is her actions. She sat and thought about all the ways her family didn't understand her. She vented to her friends and husband. She stopped talking to her family until up until the dinner. She yelled at her kids because she felt out of control. She shut down and the list goes on and on. So what was the result that came from all those actions? She put the pressure on herself. She spent two plus months feeling furious and not showing up the best version of herself because she was so caught up in this thought that they put all the pressure on me. She didn't even enjoy the family dinner because of all the pressure she put on herself. So some of you are thinking, Erin, that's a lot of pressure to do something like that. I would feel furious too. Here's the thing. Why would you choose to feel fury? Really think about this. Your family comes to you and says, Erin, you're in charge of hosting our family dinner and you don't say anything. You just agree like she did. She never told them no. Instead of thinking they put so much pressure on me, I might think something like, let's see what I can get done. I'm changing my mind and that's okay, right? Like I'm coming up with new thoughts. Adults get to behave and act however they want. Whether they get upset or not about you changing the plans is totally on them. This is about you and how you want to show up in the world. I would rather let everyone know that I'm not hosting and someone else needs to do it and have them be frustrated than feeling furious about something I don't even want to do. This doesn't mean we have to be rude or have bring up any sort of confrontation with family members about how you feel pressure on them. This is about you and how you want to show up. This is all about trying to figure out what we need to think in order to get the results we want. Here's a new model that might be useful for this client. We're going to keep the C, the circumstance, the same because we can't control it. So the C is mom says, we are having the family dinner get together at your house. Now, what could be a more useful thought to have? How about a thought like, I don't want to do it and that's okay. This thought might not feel as heavy as the previous one. It is going to generate a more neutral feeling. 
So maybe the feeling is neutral. When we feel neutral about our thought that I don't want to do it and that's okay, we're going to have different actions like maybe calling your mom and telling her they need to change the plans. Maybe help them figure it out. Go on with your day. You don't yell at your kids and you're not shutting down in your relationships because you're not feeling furious. You're coming at it from a feeling of neutral. So what's her result? She makes it okay. She makes it okay because she's showing up the way she wants. When we aren't aware of our thoughts and that they create our results, that's when we're living in default mode. We think the world is happening to us and we don't have control over it. When we think that way, we feel disempowered, out of control, and stagnant. When we start to recognize that we can change our thoughts to get a different result without changing any circumstance, that includes people and things that happen. And that is when we get our power back. We feel in control. We feel empowered. We feel unstoppable. It's seriously so incredible what happens when we start to take responsibility for our own results and stop blaming the other world or other people. The first step in this process is to acknowledge how you are feeling. The feeling is one word, like sad or joyful, calm, overwhelmed. And then you have to ask yourself, what thought am I thinking that is creating this emotion? You take responsibility for your emotion. You become aware that you are the one choosing your thoughts and and circumstances can't make you feel anything until you have a thought about it. There is always a thought in between the circumstance and the way you feel. This is actually really, really fun work. And once you learn this, you're going to start noticing that you can actually change the way you're thinking about things and you'll start to see your own thoughts. You'll start recognizing it more often. It's honestly so empowering. So when things come up, when things happen and you start to feel a very like heavy emotion, mostly you're going to feel, when I do this work, I'm always feeling like a very heavy emotion. Like maybe I'm pissed, maybe I'm frustrated, maybe I'm irritated and I start like yelling at my kids or picking on Brad or scrolling on my phone, that is when you identify how you are feeling. I always say when I'm feeling out loud. So if I'm feeling irritated, I sit down and I'm like, okay, how am I feeling? All right. I'm feeling irritated, right? First step, always identifying the feeling you are having. And then instead of blaming whatever is going on, I want you to identify the thought you're having. So let's say the kids are running around yelling, screaming, they're wrestling, they're punching. Does this sound familiar? This might be my life right now. So I might sit, I might start yelling at them and feel totally out of control. And that's when I pull myself out and I'm like, okay, how am I feeling right now? Okay. I'm feeling super overwhelmed. Okay. What is the thought that's causing this feeling of overwhelmed? That's when you gain the power back. And it's usually a thought like, I wish my kids were not screaming or my kids should be different or my kids should listen to me. 
right? Like I'm gaining the power back. I can't blame the children for doing what children do because the circumstance is totally neutral. Someone could come in and the kids could be yelling and screaming, wrestling and punching and doing whatever. And someone could come in and think, oh my gosh, I love all this noise. I haven't heard this in such a long time. Then they're feeling love or they're feeling grateful, right? They're loving it. That's when we know a circumstance is neutral. And then we have a thought and then we have a feeling. If you guys have any questions about this, please feel free to message me. Like I am totally available all of the time. My 12-week program is phenomenal. We deep dive into this. And seriously, after our first call with clients, you're changed. You can't unlearn what you're learning. And it's so good. Just imagine what your life might be like if you had a little more confidence in who you are, the life you're living, and you stop blaming people or circumstances for what's going on in your world. Okay, guys, I hope you have an amazing week. I will talk to you next time. If you have a goal or project that you're feeling stuck in, I have the perfect program for you. In our project coaching program, we jump on a call and figure it all out. We create a step-by-step plan, schedule it out, and set a completion date. It's so much better than trying to figure it out by yourself. Make sure you check it out at www.erintitanser.com to get it done. That's erintitanser.com, E-R-I-N-T-I-T-E-N-S-O-R.com. We'll see you inside, friend.